girl Telly Mo here. And Mooney Holmes here. And welcome to Brunch Tea. Where we will be sipping tea. And serving truth. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Hey, y'all. And happy holidays to everyone. Happy holidays. I know we've been MIA, but we're we back at you for... In your chest, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Telly decided to do a New Year's episode, so we we doing a little surprise for you guys. Voila, magic. <laughs> What's poppin'? But yes, I did not want to leave this year out with saying, you know, what we're appreciative of this year and just, you know, doing a little recap of the year. Sorry to interrupt your tea, but we have to take a quick commercial break for our sponsors. So here we are giving you a piece of us for the last little bit of 2018. It has been one hell <laughs> of a year. It has been. It really has. But before we get into that, how was your holidays? How was your Thanksgiving and your Christmas? Thanksgiving was... What did I do for Thanksgiving? Where I was? I was here? Mm, I don't even remember what I did for Thanksgiving. That's a shame. It is a shame. I don't remember what I did for Thanksgiving. I think I was I in went Miami. To my daddy house. You know what? I was here. I yeah, was in Miami. Was with, yeah. I was with my mama there. Uh-huh. Child, that's a shame. <laughs> I was with my mama there. And then for Christmas, I was with my mama there and you mm-hmm. for Christmas. I was sliding around the city for a little bit after we were with our families in the morning. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, my uncle had a party. Mm-hmm. Child. That rum cake. That rum cake, though. Yes, God. I finally got me a piece of rum cake. I asked Telly, did she know how to make it for me? She said, nah, but I get you the recipe. Right. I need the recipe. Right. Because <laughs> that rum cake was fire. Um, yeah, and then, you know, I had my nieces and nephews. So mm-hmm. I was doing the auntie thing. Took them to actually go outside and play for Christmas. They were trying to figure out where all the other kids were. And I said, they're probably playing with their toys on the inside. <laughs> Yes, with their mm-hmm. electronics. Right. So, how did you enjoy your Christmas holidays and Thanksgivings and them? I enjoyed it. It was a perfect balance. I spent Thanksgiving with my father mm-hmm. and my sister on my father's side mm-hmm. and my brother. And then for Christmas, I spent it with my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. You know, with everybody that's in my family on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. And for New Year's, we're going to do it all over again. Yeah, um, New Year's Eve is my mom's birthday, so Aww. happy birthday, Ruby May. Yes, happy her name birthday. is Ruby. I know it does not sound Spanish at all, but that's that's what they gave her. Lord. So, yeah, my I think she is turning, if my dad is 54, my mom should be 52. Don't ask me my parents' age. I just know that. I think. I think. Come. I'm guessing. So therefore, I know she's fifty something. So mm-hmm. happy birthday, Ruby! Woo! <laughs> happy birthday! <laughs> happy birthday too. So yeah, and trying to figure out what I'm, what I'm gonna do for New Year's Eve. Um, besides take her to brunch, I'm talking about that night. Me and Mooney over here, like, what in the world? Are we gonna do for yeah? We don't know what we because the thing about it is what I be trying to tell y'all. Like I partied my life away in my early twenties. Me too. So it's like, 
ain't nothing I, I didn't already do. And plus, we're in Miami, so you already know there's shooting involved. Yeah, so. <laughs> on New Year's Eve, so it's like, let's be in the house. And then it was one year we was at the horror. I will never forget this year. We was in the garage from 12 to 3 a.m. Stuck in traffic. I am terrified of being on the streets New Year's and get stuck somewhere, and then I'm be mad that I even went out. And then it's, I think it's a maturity <laughs> level. You know, I done party, and I did this, and I did that. If it ain't about money or being productive, I don't want to go So we may be in the house, y'all. We don't know yet. <laughs> or if we do go somewhere, it got to be somewhere where we go in and out. Bam, bam. And that's yeah. it. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Right. Mm-hmm. So that is what our New Year's plans is for... Uh, in a couple of days well in a few days so let's get into these ties with telly um i decided to do a countdown of my favorite shoes for the year Mm -hmm. um some of them you will see featured on our page already some of them you probably haven't but guess what it's going to be on there after this episode so you'll definitely see it then um so for i have five so number four Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, not number four. Number five is the Kendrick Lamar Nike Cortez, the basic slip. Mm -hmm. I did speak about, I did have an episode of All Times with Telly about this. It was $100. I don't know if you remember them. It was those white and blue. Nope. Okay. I didn't mean to stop talking. (laughs) And orange. That was a shame. See, ain't nobody saw my face with you. You Okay. But yeah, those were $100 and those came out um in october october 14th to be exact then number four was the currency and reebok collab the jet life mm-hmm. question mids those were 170 dollars now that the reason why um that's number four on my list is because i like the little stash pocket they had mm-hmm. for for your for the um, keys and stuff that you were telling for, me about keys and other things and other things if you would like to have the stash pocket to Mm -hmm. use that for Mm -hmm. hence people of the nation so um yeah and those came out may 11th then number three were the i don't know if i can say this right acronym and nike collab um they were a high top shoe it was uh, it's the i'm sorry acronym nike air presto mids so they came out with three different versions this was one with like a colorful pink blue black and white and shit is hard okay shit is hard and it was two hundred dollars i'm pretty sure the resale for those are stupid right now and those came out in september then number two <laughs> were the um nike air max ones 97 the collab with Sean Witherspoon so it's like a it looked like a corduroy was on the shoe really mhm and it had different it had like pink um blue black it's all different kind of colors and it had the Air Max 97 upper mhm with the Air Max 1 bottom so it was cute let me show you on the page, right? I sure am. Alright. And those were 160. Those came out uh, March 26. 160. Now, I would think the resale value for those might be a good let's say $500 maybe. 
No, but the my number one choice, and of course the sneaker of the week, mm-hmm. are the off white Nike Presto Polar Opposites. Okay. So what's it called? Opposites. Polar Opposites. So there was um mm-hmm. some Nike Prestos that Virgil Abloh came out with. Mm-hmm. Um, that were all white. That's an octet, right? Mm-hmm. Fashion designer. Oh. But don't, did yeah. he do mm-hmm. art? Oh, okay. I know I was now. <laughs> no, he did get his degree in architecture. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he, the yeah, he had some white pair and a black pair. And the black pair, when I looked on Stock Exchange, mm-hmm. baby, it's a good. It could go for like fifteen hundred to almost three over three stacks for resale. Right. Eyeballs fluttering because I was like. <laughs> What? When I was looking up, you know, making sure I had the retail prices and stuff correct, mm-hmm. I was like three thousand dollars for some shoes, and y'all wonder why I like sneakers. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine three thousand dollars for some shoes? Now, mind you, they if were you got hard. it. You got it. They were hard to get. They were definitely hard to get, but the retail value for these shoes are one sixty. So that is a uh, hundred times ten. Listen, that's a lot of money. Ten times more than what you paid for. It is a lot of money. But baby, people will sell their right foot, okay, yes. <laughs> for a pair of sneakers. It's okay though. It's all right. Won't be me. Not me. But I will be in the business of reselling those shoes to you if you want. Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. So y'all can give me that cash. Give me that money. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Well, let's get it. <laughs> but yeah, sneaker of the week. And number one on my list is the off-white Nike Presto Polar Opposites. And that is it for the ties with Telly today. Okay. So since, you know, we're in the holidays and we're... Ending the year 2018, what do you feel was the most craziest event that happened in 2018? It's a lot of stuff happening to girl. I don't even know. Like, but the funniest thing I done seen recently is mm-hmm. my dog Trump with this GoFundMe for this wall. I thought somebody created that for him though. Either way. <laughs> These niggas is recorded. Are y'all? That's that's crazy. White people support white people, no matter if they're right or wrong. For a while, and then I seen it was so funny because I seen another go for me talking about something to dig a hole, like dig um caves to go under the hole or something like that. It was funny. It was a it was another one, and it was like a Mexican man trying to dig like under. <laughs> The wall. You're damn right, they gonna do that. It was hilarious. You're I was like, right. "That's crazy." If there's a will, there's a way. But yeah, it's it was it's a lot of craziness went on. We had a lot of highlights. I mean, yeah, a lot of highlights and a lot of devastating things happened to us yes. this year as a people. Yes, you know, we lost Kate Spade. Right. You know, and then the whole Cardi B and Nicki Minaj situation happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole it was a whole bunch of stuff. And then we lost um what's P. Diddy? Ex wife, ex girlfriend. Oh no, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember her name. Yes, her. It was very shocking to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But you know, two thousand eighteen was a for me, two thousand eighteen was 
uh, how can I say? I was I wouldn't say I was reinventing myself because I already know who I am. But I think I had to chill. I think God gave me a chill pill for 2018 because mm. I think I was going a little bit too hard for my own good. Hmm. So he gave me a chill pill to reflect mm-hmm. on a lot of things, and the end of 2018 actually turned out to be good. Is I believe it's going to be a good start for 2019 for me. Mm-hmm. Personally, not business-wise, but personally, mm-hmm. I believe it's going to be a good 2019 and business-wise, of course. Because right. when you're aligned with yourself, everything will go smooth as hell. Right. How about you? Well, for me, um, it was a lot of, like you said, reflection as well. Um, self-reflection, growth mm-hmm. as a person. Um doing things that I normally did not do um I held myself back a lot um years prior mm-hmm. because I was focused on family I was focused on everything but me mm-hmm. basically so now this year helped me to refocus my energy on myself and you know just extending myself to the places where I know I can go now mind you some days I'll be like all right Chantelle you know I might retreat but I push myself forward and I have you know friends and family who help me be like okay hello chop chop what you doing Mm -hmm. what you got going on Mm -hmm. you you stop you get what I'm saying now (laughs) bitch Let's go. I don't know what you're doing, but come on. Let's go. Let's get it. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate those people. And just um, getting outside of my shell and outside of my box, um, I seen um, something that Mika Joy, um, one of my friends from, she has a a podcast called The Truth Moment. She was like, she said something about being in a box. And I was like, I done smashed my box all up. So Mm -hmm. instead of me putting myself into four walls, I've actually opened up and expanded i have landscape now i can see outside Uh i see the grass and the trees and the sky feels great fresh air is awesome (laughs) so yeah my 2018 was definitely an eye-opener and i am very excited for 2019 very very excited okay so you know how people say you know people have new year's resolutions Uh and then they People say you shouldn't have New Year's resolution. You should act on it now. Right. Do not wait till a certain moment to do something. You right. need to act now. Definitely. Act I am, now. I am definitely on that same wavelength with you. Because, okay, saying that every year, of course, people say, oh, I'm going to lose this much weight. Or I'm going to, this year starts me losing my 50 year, I mean, not 50 year, 50 pound journey or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And then 50 pounds later, you actually 50 pounds heavier because you didn't <laughs> do nothing. You didn't even start. And even if you stop, just keep going. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Listen, you may go walking tomorrow and then two days, three days later, you like, you fuck that walking shit. But <laughs> <laughs> listen, you got to make yourself go. You got to make yourself do it. They say it takes 21. I'm not sure. 21, 24, or 28. Let's just go with 21. It takes 21 <laughs> days to build a habit. Right, right. As long as you continuously do what you have to do, you have a goal. At the beginning, I know it's going to be hard. It's really going to be hard it's because you're be already hard. stuck in your ways a little bit. Yes, but to break through, you have to really break through. You have to get uncomfortable. Just you, you have to get uncomfortable mm-hmm. to break through because being comfortable 
will leave you complacent. Right. And then another year or two will pass by and say, well, what the hell did I do? Exactly. And then you're going to see other people prospering. And then you're going to be like. Well, I was right there. I said, you know, it's crazy. Half the time you witness those people going through what they're going through. And instead of you moving with those people, you stay in that same place. Then you get mad. because Yeah, you get mad. Because they're gone. And you're sitting here looking <laughs> like. Man, I, that could have been me. It could have been you, but you ain't do nothing. Yes, you get mad. It don't listen. It don't make I've sense. I've learned because I'm not even gonna lie. The people that has been are becoming successful in my neighborhood in my town, I am very proud of because it may look like glitter and gold through Instagram or Facebook, mm-hmm. but you never know what these people actually go, go through in their daily lives. Right, right. So I applaud anybody that has success. And the thing about it is, with me, I don't even like to watch war shows. I stopped watching the war shows since middle school because I wanted to be on that show. Mm-hmm. And until I get on that show is when I'm start watching. Mm-hmm. It's not that I feel some type of way about the people on the show. I just know where I want to be. Right. And I'm not okay with myself and not being there. Right. I understand that. Yes. So that's work what that is. And then with vision, you know, everybody was like, oh, my God. One of my friends wants to have a vision board party. Mm-hmm. I'm and it's cute or whatever, but how many times you go? How many times how, you go attend a venture board party? How many times you gonna glue cut all that stuff out the magazine and look at it, or and then your vision board gonna be in a corner? It's gonna be in a corner in two weeks. You not even gonna no, remember? No, I'm not coming to no vision. Listen, <laughs> it's cute or whatever. If if a friend is coming out and they actually doing something, I will be there to support. But to, uh, don't invite me to no vision board party. Okay, so instead of a vision board, um, me show back pew. Mm-hmm. He was saying something about a vision book. So the vision book is kind of the it's kind of the same concept, but okay. but the difference is. Mm-hmm. So say for instance, we wanted to do more with brunch cheese, right? Mm-hmm. We put brunch cheese on the on in the front, kind of like a business plan. In mm-hmm. the back. So you go and you do, like, I guess build up your business plan for whatever thingy thing that you wanted to do. Oh, okay. That Instead makes of, sense. Yeah, you that get what I'm saying? So say, sense. for instance, you wanted to open a store. Okay, you got your store name. Or say you just say put the store mm-hmm. on that page. In the back, the steps on how to start the store and stuff like that. Do your research. Yes, and back build, to. Yes, back to. Right, so build, when is that going to come alive? And build up the vision book or just... The vision book of it. <laughs> oh, well, we were talking about it. I, I don't know exactly when because we, we was like we couldn't do it because I'm in Miami and he's home. So... Well, it'll take a couple of months to make an event. It would. We could do it. All right. Well, you know, we'll see y'all <laughs> with it. You know, once we get everything found out. But yeah, that's what he had brought to my attention. That is perfect. Vision that is book. Perfect. Instead of a board with the back pew. Yeah, he be doing his thing or whatever. I be waiting for it to come alive. It's coming. Oh, baby, trust. Mm-hmm. It's working mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, y'all, go ahead and get these goals out. No, you don't even have to wait till 2019. Start today. Start today. Start yesterday. Two months ago. Okay. Because <laughs> you're going to say, oh, I'm going to start today, and then today turn into 2020. Right. You're right about it. You're definitely right. Start now. Even like you say, since it's in the background, have it in the background, have it in the works. Mm-hmm. But make sure when you come to the forefront it's with ready. it, it is ready to go. It's ready to Don't take go. off. 
TTG. <laughs> but yes, you guys, and the thing about it is, it's about to be 2019. So many people have lost their lives yeah, in 2019. Yeah, a lot of people have lost their lives Be this year. thankful. I know it's been rough. And I posted a post on, on my Facebook saying, if anybody had thoughts of suicide this year, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you because you're you still here. Right. Yes, like, it's so many people, like, we're blessed. We're blessed in this day, in this hour, in this second. Mm-hmm. So just remember that and remember that somebody is always going through something more worse than the worse you. Worse than you, right. Just be thankful. And I know during the holidays, it'd be a it lot going on. It is even worse, on. yeah. Yeah, it's a lot going people on. People have lost their parents, kids, yes. significant others. And, you know, it is a sad time sometimes. But like you said, just focus on the life that you have. And thank God that you've made it this far. Because I know the situation may have, you may have thought that, oh, I couldn't make it through this. Or I don't know how other people make it through this. But mm-hmm. guess what? You did because you're still here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I applaud, like, I applaud all those who are here with us. Even if you didn't see yourself being here. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And pat yourself on the back. Because it will get better. Mm -hmm. It definitely will get better. So let me go to the Untapped Essentials. Because it's going to be a short little episode. Yes, it is. (laughs) So, today's Untapped. What what are we going to name this episode? Well, okay. <laughs> whatever We're, the name of the episode was. Happy New Year! <laughs> this is the Untapped Essentials. 2019 will be the year of LLCs, past certifications, six-figure salaries, 700-plus credit scores, passport mm, stamps, growth, love, and prosperity. Come on, credit score. Happy New Year, you guys. Live your life to happy the fullest. Happy New Year. Step into 2019 with a positive mindset, a positive... And confidence. And confidence and determination, right? Determination and confidence have to go together. Mm-hmm. So make sure that when 2019 get here, call your friends that you haven't talked to in a while just to check up on them. Call your family that you haven't talked to to a while. Tell them you love them. Just be thankful that you're alive and you guys made and it you to made 2019. It. That is the most important thing. We made it. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was like, you know what? My 20s were kind of a blur. Like, I'm 30 now. Mm-hmm. And when I try to think back on, like, I think of, think of little things here and there, but my 20s was a blur. And I thank God that I made it through that blur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of people didn't. And... Although I was moving fast, God still covered me and got me to here for me to have the clarity that I have now. Mm-hmm. So now I don't take that time for granted. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. yes. Who I can't wait. 2019, turn up. <laughs> turn up. Yes, turn up and bless up. Yeah. I can't wait. So what do we have for them in 2019 with Brush Tees? Well, we have a couple of events coming up uh, next year. Maybe, you know, we might do a little giveaway here and there, you mm-hmm. know, don't here know. But y'all got to stay tuned. Y'all got to listen to Brunch Tees and listen out for those things so we can let y'all know what's popping, what's definitely, going on. Definitely. 
Always, always got some shit going on. Okay, y'all. <laughs> as usual, as per usual. As per usual. <laughs> but yes, you guys, thank you for tuning in to Brunch Teas for our first year in podcasting. I really never listened to a podcast before. Yeah. Never really considered doing a podcast. <laughs> yes, our first year in podcasting. <laughs> You know what? That year went by pretty damn fast. Sure did. March will be actually our official year in podcasting. That's nuts. Is it March or April? March. March. One of them. It's March. Our first episode was March, wasn't it? I feel like it was March. Well, we're going to do a little reflection, guys. (laughs) You know what? We should. Let's see. What What was your favorite episode? Of brunch tea, we had a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know oh, it was March, you're right? Okay, okay. <laughs> happy? Um, let's see. One of my favorites, of course, y'all know I am enamored with the real BB Judy mm-hmm. and Super Saint. Mm-hmm. So that episode, Hustle Mentality, was my one of my favorites. Um, what else was one of my, Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving was Friendsgiving nice. Friendsgiving was one of my Zimmy. favorite. Right. As well because we had our friend Zimmy on here. The um the bubbles to our Powerpuff girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that was also one of my favorites. What about you? One of my favorites it was so much to choose from actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Dare to Dream was one of my favorite episodes. Okay. okay. That was in our first season, Dare to Dream. And also, I think we went a little bit hard on relationship goals. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was like, relationship goals was that episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> we was, busy. we was, boy, we had went hard. We had some feelings for y'all, baby. <laughs> We yeah. had some feelings, so yeah, <laughs> relationship goals, we did that, baby. I think so. I think so, too. You... So, my faves are Dare to Dream uh-huh. and Relationship Goals. Yes, girl, that's funny. <laughs> Sometimes I go back and listen to that, and I be laughing. I be like, bro, we went in. We went in. <laughs> Listen, you know, to be honestly speaking, we're all in a learning experience when it comes to the podcasting world. Mm -hmm. You know, we just spilling it out, and we just want to give y'all a hundred percent us. Right, we want to be a hundred percent us. You know, we don't want to follow any trend or anything. We just want to be ourselves, and for you guys to like listen to us and basically listen to us vent and talk about stuff. Mm -hmm. We greatly appreciate you guys. Like, no lie. Yes, no, we do appreciate not. y'all. It has been a crazy, <laughs> crazy journey, but a good one nonetheless. It is very, it was very helpful in growth and eye opening in all aspects of this um, entertainment world. Mm-hmm. Very eye opening, but we thank y'all for listening, tuning into us venting and <laughs> all the craziness that has happened on this show, and we look forward to. Doing it all over, right? Doing it all over again, 2019, even bigger and better. And with special guests, with more, special guests, mm, 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 with mm. more special guests. Oh yes, yes. Oh yes, we got some for y'all. So thank you guys for tuning in to the last episode of 2018. Yes, and we will be back next week with Mohi. What them is? What them is? <laughs> 
Don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page at Brunch Tees, Instagram at Brunch Tees underscore, and Twitter at Brunch Tees. And we are definitely available everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud, everywhere but title. Okay? And we still yes. working on that. <laughs> and we trying to get on Pandora, y'all. And Pandora. Pandora, yeah. Pandora podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So look at that. Look at, look at. Be on the lookout, okay? And if you have any comments, questions, or teas, hit us up at brunchteaspodcast at gmail.com. Listen, this tea is popping hot, and y'all definitely want to sit with us, okay? So, Especially 2019. Hello. So holler at us, <laughs> and we will talk to y'all and vent to y'all later. Peace. Good. Peace in the Middle East. <laughs> it's your girl Telly Mo here. And Mooney Holmes here. And welcome to Brunch Teas. Where we will be sipping tea. And serving truth. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Hey, How everyone week's been? How was your week, Telly? Stressful, okay? Mm-hmm. I legit am ready to, like, for this weekend to go past. I don't want to work next week, but that's nothing new. So, yes. shit that part how was your week my week was the realization that i want to be rich and wealthy for the rest of my life and i don't want to work for anybody that, no, that, that has good. been my week you know of so course. i'm striving for that <laughs> but we do have two special guests here i will let them introduce themselves mm-hmm. themselves hey how you doing i'm jermaine and i will work forever <laughs> <laughs> yes that is the jamaican in him okay <laughs> and i'm jerry okay jerry yes. Thank you guys for joining us today. Right. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Yes, we definitely needed male point of views instead of giving female point of views all the time. We want to know how the males think, too. Right, right, right. You know? We're trying best. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have the time. Okay. (laughs) I don't have the time. But let's go ahead and get into the Ties with Telly this week, and I will have Jermaine joining me. I'm so excited. This is my, like, sneaker buddy, y'all. Yes. Every time we get together, me and him be, like, talking shoes like no other. Shoes and fashion, we be on that shit. That's right. I don't be on that. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so, earlier today, we were talking about um, Virgil Abloh's um, collab with Nike, the Nikes that he's going to do, the Air Max 90s. He has two colorways that's coming out. They are black and white. And then it's the desert. Is that orange that's on there? Yeah, it's orange. But Desert and orange. Yeah. Okay. So they're both going to... I don't know when they're coming out. They don't have a specific release. Yeah, date, January 17th. For which one? The black and white ones? Yeah, the black and white ones. No okay. For the desert. The desert. No, he know everything. Got so the you. deserts come out. I think they come out in October. I want them. So which one would you Shoot, rather get? Would either. you rather? Get I want the, the desert because it's more. It's gonna be limited quantities uh-huh. on that, and it looked more fly than the original black and white. It but does. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be the last drop for Virgil's really? off white collection. Also, yeah, you definitely gotta get these. Man. Yeah, so this this should be the last collaboration they got with Virgil and Nike, which last year and the year before that mm-hmm. was the biggest thing that happened to Nike. Yeah, yes, I, I agree. The I off-white agree. collabs were the biggest thing to happen. Besides the Sean Weatherspoons, yeah. the off-white collection tore up Nike. and They, they kind, did. They and every it, time he dropped some yeah, shit, it, it was, was fire. It was on the fire, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so how much do you think these will go for, you know, like on Stock Exchange or on, um, what's that thing called? What, StockX and GOAT? Yeah, how much you think these will go for? Uh, I would say within a three-month span, five-month span, 
maybe like five hundred to six hundred dollars. But after okay. a year, they'll go for a resale value for a thousand. A thousand. Yeah. You don't think more than a stack though? Nah, cause right now they really don't flood the streets with sneakers anymore. Right, right. They're trying to keep the limited, limited like how they used to back in the days. Right. So they don't really flood it. And how Nike and Jordan release shoes every week. There's a shoe dropping here, shoe dropping there. Yeah, I'll give it around five to six hundred dollars in a three to five month span, and then for a year they'll go for like a thousand. But it'll it'll keep that thousand resale price point. What they need to do is make more of the fair God joint so I could get a pair. Yeah, I see. Yo. Them things is dangerous. What is it called? Fair Fair God. God. Fear of God. Nike collab. Right. Fear of God, Nike collab. The oh, 350, okay. I'm willing to pay the 350 because... Yeah, that's a lot of money. No, the silhouette is a mm-hmm. bomb. It's a nice shoe altogether. The whole shoe brings itself together. Okay. So the 350 price point is no big issue for me. Mm-hmm. And then the resale, you're going, they're going for 800 to $1,000. So Already? You win, you win yeah, you no do. matter what. If you can grab a pair... You win. Boy, they be hating them resales. Boy, they hate when you do that. Hey. That's how, <laughs> that's how, the, that's how the market works. <laughs> Basically. Listen, I done sold a couple of shoes myself. Listen, mm-hmm. that's how the market works. If I, I got something that you live. don't want, I be telling you want, I, I be telling Mooney, like, I be telling Mooney, like, they be going out here crazy for these resales, Like, for man. real? Like, for real in the Billion Boys Club, mm-hmm. they should slow down on production, on the clothes and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and make it a little bit more limited. Because, yo, yeah, cause listen, they, they should they be clothes is nice. Right. It's nice. And that's, that's, that's a uh, Billion Pharrell, Boys Club. A billion, uh, billionaire Boys it's, Club. It's um, streetwear, basically. Yeah. It's nice. Urban wear. It's really yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this, <laughs> this week for um, Sneaker... Hello. This week for um sneaker of the week, I chose to highlight some like y'all. I was on Soul Collector and I was just strolling, you know, like I normally do, and I came across the Air Max One Golf Grass Edition. Y'all, these look like some gr- like grass for real. So it has like a turf upper, you know, for the yeah, golf. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically a turf upper, yeah. That's it's ridiculous. Now we, me and Jermaine, were talking about it earlier. We're saying these were perfect for Christmas because if you had a Grinch costume, these are definitely something you needed on your goddamn yeah. feet. Okay. Right. <laughs> Tell Jerry how the shoe look. These they look like oh. grass on the shoe. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. What you gonna wear that with? I don't know. I was it's, telling Mooney in the car. I was like, shit, I would. I would have made like a, a turf. And then Nike likes to reverse stuff. So they'll probably have a gum a gum jacket and mm-hmm. inside green. green. Who knows? You right. Know? But it better not have that, the turf on the inside because nah, that's right. going to be itchy. I always love earth tone colors, but... Nah, that's too nah, much. You're going to blend in a little bit. That's dope, though. Yeah. Like, I would actually like these. That's doing too much. It look like weed. It do. Exactly. <laughs> it look like You this. know, it does. It look like, right? It look like weed. It look like That's grass fine. growing out of your feet. Ciao. But <laughs> these shoes are only $140. And I bet you, Jermaine said they're going to go on sale before somebody yeah, pays $140. Gonna go but it's, it's going to be a couple of nuts that pay $140 for these bad boys. While we're on the topic of sneakers, uh-huh. Nike made most, a majority of their third quarter money on sales because nobody was paying that hundred and ninety dollar price yeah, point everybody right. was but they killed it though <laughs> they still killed the market like mm-hmm. 
they they made a lot of money even though the shoes were on sale. Them Nike outlets they in were Orlando flooded. Be yeah, flooded. it was flooded. Nobody wants to pay that one ninety price point, but they have to they have to get the shoes in and out because it's constantly sneakers coming. So they put it on sale, and then people buy what's on sale. Because mm-hmm. if I see a one thirty one forty bank, I'm buying it. That's true. And I think Nike figured that out. So they'll keep the 190 to 200 price point. Even though the shoes go on sale, they'll get they'll sell it at 130 140 Because they, they didn't the even money. buy these for that much yeah. anyway. They didn't buy these for that much. It costs much. about like $30 to $40 for these. Yeah, mm-hmm. To make it. Right. Well. So these when these go on sale for a good little uh, $80? Like $80, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go ahead and cock these bad boys. $80. Right? Uh-huh, and that is my <laughs> shoe of the week. Okay. Oh, we ain't have to talk. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, y'all. So, let's get into this topic. So, the reason these wonderful gentlemen are here mm-hmm. are because we're going to be talking about dating in the 2019, my niggas. It is stressful. <laughs> okay. It is god dang all stressful. <laughs> It's so many rules. Do y'all feel like it's stressful? Not for me. What about you, Jerry? Uh, listen. It could be. It makes it yeah. easy. Well, me, I'm a simple guy. Um, <laughs> no, for real. I'm a simple guy. He if, is. I'm not going to I'm so serious. I'm a simple guy. Listen, if I, if I don't like what I'm seeing, that's it. I keep it moving. Simple as that. I'm not going to deal with your Was headache. it always so simple, though? No, nah, before, no. It was hard because I was young. Didn't really know much. You got to learn stuff like that. You learn. You, right. you You gain the process and you learn. And then if it ain't up to what you like, I keep it moving. Mm-hmm. So I keep, I make it simple. I think he's right. He, you shouldn't keep it that way. You should make it simple. Because I'm not going to stay here and catch a headache right. because I think I want to be. No. I'm out. Well, I know so, my issue. I'm picky as hell. Okay. It's like if, if I see one thing that took me off. I'm gone. That's just me. I mean, dating is dating is compromise. So I you're not gonna like you're not gonna like everything, but it's just like some shit. You be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. that's too much. Yeah, it's yeah. So, I wouldn't do it for the littlest littlest things, but if it's something that I know is gonna be a pattern, I won't stick around. No, I won't. Okay. I mean, I've no, I've stuck around for some dumb shit before. That's just <laughs> I. When I think about it, and I be like, what? Why did you even do like? Why did you even do that? So why do you guys feel like you're single right now? Right, because yeah. we all single in this room at this point. Yeah, we single. Just working on myself. I like and, that answer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you want you want the best mm-hmm. for yourself, and then sometimes it's just you just just don't feel ready. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jermaine? <laughs> yeah. Don't be looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I was like, you working on yourself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> working on yourself, right? Listen, that's especially working on when yourself. you know what the you man, want. Listen, and then you don't even you don't yet fit that expectation yet. That's why you know. So you can't acquire. <laughs> you, you cannot acquire something from someone that you haven't achieved um, yourself. That's true. Right. Oh, oh, oh. Why? Is it, why do you think that's true? Why, why is it bullshit? What have you what what have you felt that you hasn't you haven't acquired? You're a grown ass man. Well just say no, 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 no. just we you, all you, you know your book. You know your book. You still learning your book. You're you're a college graduate. 
you you you're sustainable by yourself. Right. What do you feel you haven't like that, that, for real? That's that's true. True. That's true. What do you feel <laughs> that you haven't? You know your book. You you right. that, you know your book. You you got just, your book down packed. You're a college graduate. You're a grown man. You sustainable time, by a, yourself. A lot of times, people can see the surface and what what you, you what emotional see, impact is hurting you on the back end. You can see a lot of that stuff from the outside. Uh-huh. What emotional in. impact is hurting you on the back end? It's just like different responsibilities that you might have that you had to acquire that you didn't ask for. Like perhaps taking care of a parent. Okay, understandable. And, but that's um, not that you use that's not a crutch. That's not and, a crutch. Um even, you know, being emotionally unstable, you don't want to be in a relationship where, you know, you put in too much on that other person. So you wanna be kinda like solid before you start. But you dating. No, but to, well, to be honest, when you're dating, yeah. you're going to be emotionally unstable because that's two different Two different people coming together, you know right. what I'm saying, to try to be one. Now, like compromise, every you have to have you have to have communication. You have to talk. You know what I'm saying. Everything that you do may not be agreeable to from you know on your standpoint, but then you know she may agree with you. You have to just you really just have to like communicate. Facts. Okay. Again. I feel like using that as a crutch. Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand the back. But everybody has their own problems. Everybody has their own problems, bro. Right. It, they really do. Yeah. Okay, I guess I, I don't really understand that concept of dating. But when Jermaine speak of dating, he said it's simple. And I would like for it to be that way. What is... um. What what do you get or how do you make it simple for you when you date? When I date? Yes. I'm just getting trying to get to know a person. I'm dating. I'm asking questions. I'm figuring out what about that person I'm going to like, what I'm not going to like, things they do, habits, stuff like that. Right. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm not going to oh, jump into a relationship without knowing somebody. So that's why you date them. You date them. I, I guess when it comes to like that nice guy mentality sometimes... Sometimes when you're dating someone, that person automatically just get attached to you. Uh-huh. And um, it doesn't give you... And then because you're always attaining to people's, um, you know, Jerry emotions, mm-hmm. you, you don't uh, want to hurt nobody. So it, you kind of like... It, it, I think that's the exact thing that keep me from dating. All right. I understand what you're saying, but us as millennials, as they call us, the lack right. of our communication with other humans... Is what gets us in right. entanglements like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking to somebody right now that anything I need to cross over to her, I say it. Hey, look, blase swaze swaze. This how it is. Right. Hey, right. We're not gonna jump from here to there because no. we there's. I, I that I, don't I mean they still won't jump. But Trust it's not me, up that, to that them. Definitely don't mean. I, so so I'm glad that you say that because legit. I have I have uh, been in a whole different dating style myself. I was one of those people who was like, okay, we talking, this is my nigga, exactly. period. I you get that. <laughs> I'm one of those guys that... <laughs> I definitely was that girl. Right. I was, was Tally. No, what? I don't have no nigga now? 
What the guy got? That's and that's a that's another thing. I of, like the person I'm talking to though. I would love for him to actually be like, yes, you are my girlfriend. But to be honest, he's not my nigga. And that's I'm right now. Be quiet. Okay. No, seriously, he's not my nigga. And I then, didn't say he was. Listen, and I paid attention for different relationships that I've been in or talked to. I feel like more if the longer I date you, the more I find out about you. Mm-hmm. The longer we stay together, instead it's of me rushing two, three months, oh, we get together now. Nah, chill. <laughs> give me a year. Give me a give me a give me a year. Bruh. Why can't I date you for a year? We can still be together, but let me date so, you for okay, a year. Okay, within that year, is it now? Is it now exclusivity? Because again, what? that's what comes with the communication part. Okay, right. You're right. Open your mouth. Say right. something. All Say right, that look. you want to be exclusive. Yeah, that's us, don't but we just that, dating. We're, yeah. we're still dating. Exactly. Because, I mean, that, okay, so that's when we get into the whole multiple date, dating multiple people. Mm-hmm. Right. How, okay. do y'all, how do y'all feel about dating multiple people? I don't date multiple people. Because me, I can't date multiple people at one time. I used to be able to. Now, mm-hmm. I can't, baby. I don't it's have hard, time for that. It gets harder when you get older. Right. So you feel like, like, I straight out of your, like, Beginning of your twenties, you can. Oh yeah, nobody, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, yeah, I was, it was nothing. What? Yeah, you, know, I think <laughs> you can bust that down easy. I think I had the moment where, when I was in my, in my, I was in my first relationship when I was twenty. I wasn't mm-hmm. dating in high school or middle school or anything like that. So when I was in my first relationship, mm-hmm. I think I was exactly twenty. Mm-hmm. And then I had a moment of reflection. Is this gonna be the only person I've ever been with? I'm not gonna, I had the I same thing. I'm not even for that. I'm not even for that. Right. So, my high school sweetheart, I was prepared to be with so him. Right, you get I, married because my my, my, my well, he wasn't. He didn't go to my high school, but I was with him <laughs> he after I high school either, after I graduated, and I thought that that was gonna be my husband. He was my first everything. You get what I'm saying? So I was just like. Yeah. You said high school sweetheart? Yeah, like, okay. he was my first everything, so that, I was that, just like... That thought has never came to <laughs> my mind. To think about it, yeah. Like, because if, if me and my first would have lasted, we would have just lasted. That thought never came... That was never part of my thought process. But that's I why I'm big on, like, when it comes to, like, raising kids... Mm-hmm. Making them understand how to deal with the opposite sex. Right. You know how some parents, they say, oh, when you're a girl... Oh, you just have they, they they comfortable seeing you with only girlfriends or when you're a guy you generally just you know be hang with, out with your homeboy hang around with your homeboy so it's good to be able to interact with the opposite sex and I don't think parents should deprive their kids from that. So you so, think a lot of parents tell their okay say if it was the daughter they tell the daughter not to talk to the boys in the class. That's right. Um. <laughs> In a sense where they knew they can't hang. Most of the time, they like in cool in school, cool. Yeah. But like outside of school, like nah, they ain't gonna be talking. You can't talk to nobody on the boy because then then you being fast. Are oh, you on the phone with this boy? And they could really truly just be I your ain't start talking on the phone to eleventh grade. Oh mm, no. See the question, <laughs> the thing is, is like when is it appropriate for um you to start dating or to start talking to the opposite sex? That's the you do that every day, so it's not. It, you got to reword your question. No, Remember, I'm talking at, about from the, the age point, like, from when you talking you about start. dating or interacting with women, period. Because, remember, uh, uh, preteens, once they get that spur, 14, 15, 16, 17, that's when they start going through Trying these different immersion, emotions yeah, like and stuff emotions. like that. And then the courage level gets higher. And then be like, all right, let me, I like this girl. Let me see what's up, you know? Yeah. So you it's no pr- proper age. You can't right. ask what age. Remember, 
when a guy gets a feeling or he feel like remember remember we all had dates or some girl we was attracted to in high school. Mm-hmm. So well, well, you have a well out of all people you have you have two sons, and you have a son about to be a teenager. <laughs> so what if he comes to you and you tell should have asked your man about a daughter, not a son. Oh, right. nah, but I'm no, I have to put it in percent because you know, looking at anybody who have parents, it would be relevant for him to answer this. <laughs> I don't have if your son comes to you and say, "Dad, I really like this girl," I'm gonna be like, "What's up? What you do?" See, what but you that's do? not fair, though. Right. So I'm a, and see, I'm a, I'm that double standard guy. I'm not gonna let my daughter do the same thing my oh son my does. God. Oh my god, you can't. Yeah, Jermaine is like that. You can't. You that's can't. not right. fair. You're that's you want to know why it's fair? You want to know why it's fair? You want to know why it's fair? Because each parent will do that. A father won't treat his daughter the same way he would treat his son. That's just right, just as a mother is not going to treat their son just like the daughter. Okay. But you telling me you don't care if your your son gets somebody pregnant at a young age, but you don't care if your daughter... Exactly. We free? We free to speak? Yeah, yes. Free to speak Listen, I'm going to go talk to that parent and be like, nah, this ain't happening. For both? So they both. Okay. My wow. daughter... You coming with me? Gone. Oh no! <laughs> I can't wait for Jermaine. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going right, to have a daughter because it's not even going to be all. I'm not going to have a daughter. I'm not going to. I pray for your second one to be a daughter so bad, but Ryan. Listen, yeah. go well, on. you know. Okay, so what was funny about dating when I was younger? Like, I'm, of course, I'm Caribbean, Spanish, whatever the case you want to call it. My mom was a strict one. My mom was like, "No, you can't have no boyfriend until." You 18 or whatever the case may be. I told my daughter 40. My, <laughs> my sister does the same thing. But my, my daddy, my daddy never really gave yeah. me an age limit. You get what I'm saying? I could like go out with my dad. My my curfew was 5 o'clock in the morning, but my dad used to like... What age? In high school, like 16. 5 o'clock in the morning? Yes, yeah, but Latino, guess, Your but, dad is a Latino person. Right. Part of the, but but both parents. my parents are Panamanian. Okay. So yeah. my... See, but at my dad's house, I can yeah. do that because if I call my dad at 2 o'clock in the morning, guess who coming to pick me up? That's nice. James. No, no, James mm-hmm. is going to be calling me. I mean, picking me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. If I go out anywhere, he's going to be waiting for me at the door. My daddy did not play that joint. So I didn't even bring anybody and to... And I knew I had to be in the house when fucking but see, I, that was, came over. But that was at my daddy's house. Okay. At my mama's house, Ruby, uh-uh, she wasn't ba- with that baby. I couldn't. Nine o'clock, if I went out that house, uh, you're not going nowhere. Even nine o'clock. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> After practice for bed, I had to go home. Oh, sad face. I, well, at least you got to be in a band. I couldn't even do that. Well, yeah, you're right. I had to fight for that. <laughs> I had to fight for that. Oh. So, what do you think about being, I don't know if we talked about this, being single towards hitting 30. We got some people who are already over 30 and Hello. Nah, it's cool. We still got got another 10-year gap where we can figure out ourselves between 30 and 40. You think 10? Yeah, man, listen. Ain't no rush. We still young, though. We ain't young, young, but we still young. We young enough, I guess. I'm young. I'm I'm with you. 30 ain't nothing. I've learned that 30 really is like you literally are figuring out your We just hit our point. prime. Yeah. We just hit our prime. You just learn who you are right. Right at 30 years. That's old. true. You like uh, it's like a light bulb came on Again, at 30. We got another 10 years, but if we ain't yeah. figure out by 40, you need to reevaluate yourself. Yeah. Re- right, right. Re- yeah, like you got to change what you are doing. So what type of for me and Telly is going to be a man for you guys is going to be a what type of female would you want your wife to be? Oh, you asking me? I don't know, kid. 
somebody who could take care of me. Because I know I could take care of everything else. Yeah, Jermaine. Do yeah, you, you could take care of me. This, this right here, a want. true Jamaican man. Now, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how true it is. Okay, because y'all already know how Jamaican. Y'all already know how Jamaican dudes get down. So I don't know. Yeah. But he gonna take one thing. He gonna do. He gonna take care of everything. I'm gonna take care of everything. If you gonna, if you could, he gonna take care. If he gotta work five jobs, (laughs) he gonna do it because he gonna take care of you. Period. If you could take care of me, take care of me. I can take care of everything else. I know how to cook. My grandma raised a complete man. Yeah. And she's a woman. I can cook, I can clean, I can take care of bills, I can fix it, I can do all that stuff. I need somebody who can to cater to me. Work. If you yeah. can cater to me, I'm good. I can take care of kids. I don't, I don't need you whining in my ear, oh, I got to take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. And this, You can go about your business. I can take care of the kids. <laughs> I don't need you complaining about nothing. Like, a woman will complain, oh, I got to take care of the kids. This and that. I'll take care of them. I can do that. Like, I don't need you. If you know how to cater to me, uh-huh. I'm I'm good. One of the things that um, I, I agree with Jermaine completely. When I was listening to Crefto Dollars. Mm-hmm. He was um, he was um, counseling these couples, and he mm-hmm. was just listening to. Oh, them. I think I seen that video. He was listening to both of them. He was asking them, "What do you want?" Tell me a waffle plucker. I think so. Yeah. Oh, was that show? He, right, and then he was asking them, "What no, What do you want?" And then they both was saying what they want, what they want, mm-hmm. but never explaining to the to, to him what they they wife. But he didn't ask that question anyways. He mm-hmm. didn't ask right, he what just, your wife wants. Right. So he was saying that your job is to put your side yourself to the side. Right. And then only worry about what um what your spouse wants. And that's what's relevant to what Jermaine was saying. Mm-hmm. He was saying that you know he can he can take care of. Um, we gotta cater to each other mm-hmm. in a relationship, right. right? So as long as you put that your 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 wife needs first, you know, and then she put your needs right. first. See, you got you you don't have to worry See, about that's what right. you lack and what you yeah. miss. In my predicament, it's right. always vice versa. I'm right. busting out everything, but ain't nobody paying attention to me. Exactly. Right? Same that's, shit here. You'll Same, get, like, you, I, you'll, right. you'll get the presents, you'll get the random right. stuff here and there, but when it comes to, you know, like, And okay. that's crazy, because I... It's like they have to do things exactly. when it comes right. to you. We will overthink stuff for them, but when it right. comes to them to think stuff for us, it's like, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Right? So that's why you 100, because you always give your woman exactly what she needs. You take care of the family, you'll work five, six jobs, which you have, <laughs> And then, in return, you don't always get that back. Mm-hmm. You know? What about you, Tammy? I mean, somebody who's like Jermaine like said. Like, on G, everything that Jermaine said, mm-hmm. I do. I've always, I've always done that for a man, but the type of man that I attracted mm-hmm. never reciprocated that because they got used to me taking care of them Mm -hmm. and they never really had anybody to take care of them they may have come from a broken home or something like that or you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying they didn't get as much attention as I would give them one thing one dude told me one time he said the I looked at him like I would be there no matter what and he's Mm -hmm. never had anybody to look at him or to feel that way about him I said so what is that a bad thing Mm -hmm. that I'm gonna be there for you is that such a bad thing that I want to be there for you and all I'm asking is for you to do? He said it was too much pressure for him. You see, uh, 
it's funny that you said that because I read a book by Tyrese Gibson. Mm-hmm. It says how to get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he talk about is point of reference. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when people like if you let's say you had two parents in the household mm-hmm. and then you saw your parents both of them married, you saw how your um your 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 father um um how he treated your mother. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you have some people that comes from fatherless homes. Mm-hmm. They don't. So he probably was somebody that didn't know how to receive. have somebody mm-hmm. or receive that love or have somebody, you know, to take care of him. Excuses. So he's like, well, but for some people, like for myself, I'm speaking for myself. The reason why that book um, resonated for me because. I didn't know. I don't know. It's like I'm always asking. Even from when I was first dating, mm. I used to ask my friend. It's like, what do I you do You know next? what's going to change that? Um, wait, do, do I kiss her? Oh, uh, what? It's like, yeah, what to do? So if he had his parents in his life, so he always see a couple. So coming from somebody that didn't have none of that, it's like, you don't have no point of That's reference. That's what I was going to say. You don't know what it relates to. You know to. what changes that? Having that kid. What? And you, you you build that structure with your kid and whoever you have the kid with. Right. Because I feel as the excuses. I was raised by my grandma, damn near my whole life. She was divorced by the time I could right. understand what a divorce was. So there was no man in the house mm-hmm. at you all. You didn't have that. So it's it was not just relevant. women. It's not women. relevant to you. My structure is nothing but right. strong women that say they were independent, which was bullshit too. Because <laughs> At the end of the day, listen, God put a man and a woman here to, to balance out each That's other. That's true. We got to balance out. So that, oh, I'm a single this and I can but, do it by myself. That's nonsense. Because now my grandma is miserable. Right. You can see her face. She's miserable. It would have been more comfortable if it was somebody else there that yeah. she could complain to or this and this. <laughs> okay, so okay, wait, 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 what yeah. about you, Mooney? Like what? You I have both parents in the house. I have both parents you in know. the household. I did. So, right. for me, I take rules and relationships and certain things in life differently from how other people do. But when it comes to my husband, I want my husband to have great communication, like Jermaine says. Mm-hmm. And like Jermaine and Telly says, I want us, you know, to cater to each other. But I also want him to be very ambitious because I am a very ambitious individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I would like my husband to be a go-getter just like me. Because if I don't have a go-getter, he's not going to understand when I want to go get. Right, you right, 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 right. Definitely. Yeah, so if I go to like certain different events, it's going to be a lot of men there. Oh, why you always got to do this? Oh, why you always out? Yeah. And that, you know, even when you're dating, you be like, bruh, I if I don't that. go, like, nothing's going to get done. Mm-hmm. I don't need that in my, in my spirit. <laughs> Come on, spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah. But like because men that say this and that, lack of father being in the house and that, listen, you you must to adapt to your own self. Mm-hmm. You That's adapt true. to your own right. self. You don't yeah. use that as an excuse. Oh, I ain't had no father in my house. Like they use most of this stuff for like these these athletes and stuff. Oh, he didn't have no daddy in the house. So what? That man made. Oh, you gonna blame this because of that? Nah, he was an idiot. He did this because he didn't have no sense. Mm-hmm. It's not because he didn't have no daddy in the house. He had no sense. He got caught up and blocked. They always want to blame it on the father. But now, another subject, we need fathers in the house. We and we're growing. But no, we're mm-hmm. growing in the age that the dad is there now. 
or yes. more. Yeah, the dad is more there. Yeah. Yeah. It, that that I day. I see that more. That day and the age of the dad not being there. I, that's I think, going away. I think yeah. that stemmed from like for myself. The reason why I'm still single because my expectation is so high. Because yeah. I've been um, fatherless, I want to be something that I never had. So that's why it's 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 something that's that's a struggle. How do you me. know you're not already that? I I He's know to being hard on himself. I, I know what I, I know can that, be, but I want him to answer that question. I know what I can be for someone, and then that's why I'm more because seeing like some of the situations that happen when it comes to picking a spouse, mm-hmm. and that spouse is not supportive. They don't see eye to eye with you. They make your life miserable. And because I want to be active in my kid's life, I don't want someone. I'm or a saying. woman to make me struggle when I'm trying to be right, a father right. to my that to I my kid. If if something if I'm with a woman and it doesn't work out, can we co-parent in a healthy manner? Mm-hmm. See, without and leaving all our selfish communication know, things See, uh, apart right. from that. Me and the the second one, we got a good communication, but right. we're not on bad blood. Oh, no, it took anything. that a while. It just oh, the it, one, oh, no the second one. Yeah, we've been good <laughs> even after what happened happened. Right. The yeah. first one, it took. It took forever, but she was sour because we broke up. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> not sour. That's what it was. Sour, sour. Mm, I cannot. All right, it's just sometimes that we, um, like men. I remember listening to Steve Harvey when there was uh, a girl. She she was supposed to be getting married the next day, but her her um, fiance called it off. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as she was asking Steve Harvey why did he walked off, Steve Harvey um, began to ask a question and said, um, you know, did you share with him what kind of wedding did you want? Uh, when did you want to have kids? And um, what was your expectations and all that? She said yes. And then um, Steve Harvey asked also, is he financially... Um, equipped to provide you with all those things. She said no. And then Steve Harvey said, it's not that he don't love you, it's that that's one of the reasons why he he, he felt like he couldn't fulfill um, your wishes. Mm-hmm. So because he loved you, he, he had cold feet. So many times when I feel like I'm not ready for a relationship, it's because of what I want to do. For um, my wife, I understand. I understand. Like you know, some people they are built with you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. I, mm-hmm. That's you okay with me too. With I can build with somebody too, but when you come in saying all those things that she was saying, yeah. So in the beginning, you know, he probably wanted to build with her, but he didn't. The planning now. Oh, planning now I want this. This, this, this twenty thousand dollar wedding, and after we finish with this twenty thousand dollar wedding, we got no house. We got no house. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, y'all right about that. We, we got to go back to our apartment. <laughs> I would. I would rather. I would rather buy a house, um, and then we can have a grandiose wedding because I do. Want. But it's hard to tell that to a woman exactly. who's been dreaming about having All a wedding since for they six years old. I have I have already planned my wedding. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't planned it because, like yeah. I said, I do want to plan it with my husband. I, 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 I planned I planned a wedding. I care yeah. not that. But a but, I hope, but my whole thing is I can also wait for it. Like I know the type of wedding that I want is going to cost money. And like y'all said, I don't want to have a wedding and then got to go live with my mom and them, or got to go back to our apartment that we are renting out. I right. want to be able to have a house 
You know what I'm saying? Even if, even our honeymoon, baby, we listen, we ain't even gotta worry about that. So if you tell your husband your dream about how you want your wedding to be, he's like, uh uh-uh, uh, we wanna switch it all up. How yeah. you gonna feel? I'll be fine. I, as long as I can, as long as I can have my the same the dress that I want, everything else. I mean, my, the colors that I yeah right the the colors mm-hmm. that I picked and all the other it may not he may not even like the fucking color scheme. Mm-hmm. It's okay, you get what I'm saying. We gotta agree to it. It's his wedding too, man. <laughs> but, but do do you all agree that men are like they always say men are the providers? Is that is do that do that hold true today? No, I want to be a house dad or house husband. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm, I want to. I, I, I I'm know, not doing that. I to know, me. I can make whoever, whatever beautiful young black woman, mm-hmm. a happy wife with me staying home, <laughs> going bringing home that check. Because yes. when she go brag, when she go brag to her girl, yo, that man cook. Every night he clean. Yo, listen, it be a bath ready for me when I come home. Every- right. But dude, is that listen, what? Is that I can, what women- I can accomplish that every night. Foot rub, foot r- so, booty rub. So, so the rose, the rose has changed. If, no, no it hasn't. Me? Not yeah. for me. I'm Not just saying. It, I'm just saying. I would love that. Right. It hasn't changed because uh, at the end of the day, a woman gonna look at us and like, nigga, you got to go out there and go take care of us. How you feel, yeah. tell us about that? Listen, I would love a man to, to do what he got to do. I, as far as house husband, I, if that, no, nah, I'm good. And I'm good. No I want, I want some, I want some, I want somebody who's actually going to do something. Even like my whole thing is, uh, my dad, I'm old fashioned with it. So like my dad, he knows how to fix on cars. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? He cuts the grass. You get what I'm saying? Like he right. does all, all of that. And I find that attractive. I like a man who can use his. So hand. what's wrong with a house husband? Cause he's going to keep the grass cut. He gonna keep food on the I table. Don't know. I don't he know. Gonna, he, I don't, gonna, mm. he gonna keep the house whipped. <laughs> but, but, but on the kids, and you ain't gonna hear no. Nope. And the, the, here go the here go the best part about it. You uh-huh. ain't gonna hear no complaint. Because <laughs> that's what you think. If, if it's vice, you won't hear no complaint. If you giving him, a, if you giving him enough ass in the world, you won't hear no complaints. <laughs> no complaints. <laughs> if you giving him, if you listen, if you dropping him enough booty, you won't hear no complaint. Oh, oh, baby girl just gave me some. Ooh, I'm good. Wait till she get home tomorrow. What? All right. All right. But women, they more, they more tend to complain, even though we trying. Or giving out, say we giving out eighty percent, y'all still want that extra twenty. Some do, but listen, for me, I wouldn't dare want a house husband because I will never be a housewife. Right. Okay. I want to be a house husband. <laughs> <laughs> I know why yeah. you were. Because I know I could. I know I could take care of everything. But I wouldn't let. I would want my husband to be the head of the household, right. but I won't give him all that. Res- I won't give him that heavy load. I will go fifty fifty sometimes. Cause. We we go out there bust it up. We can't come home with no goddamn cook meal. Mama cook. Mama you, cook. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. When you say head of the household, what do you mean? Head of the household. Yeah. You know you, how, you like you said, with clear. egos. Give him yeah. the like, control he needs. Yes, he's gonna be the head. Like okay, I'll be like, nah, baby, go ahead, take it. Like his voice will have authority you in the household. Him, you want, okay. I want him to have that authority. Cause even like say so like even when our parents. Like, when you see, you come from a two-parent home. Mm-hmm. My parents were in the household for a while. Even when it came down to decisions, it was like, okay, go ask your mama. Then they'll have a collective agreement, and your, whatever your daddy said, that was it. It was just go ask your daddy. It was never go ask mommy. Right. But I'm just saying, whatever your daddy mm-hmm. said, that was it. You get what I'm saying? All right. Since we're on the verge, 
we're going we're gonna to tear it upside down right now. Okay. Since, all right, we've come to an understanding based on how you marry, how you want to meet the girl, whatever. Let's talk about divorce. Let's talk about the dude from Amazon who... A hundred and Jeff. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he got to bust it down half. 65 billion. The guy that owned Amazon? Yeah, he's How in the divorce. How come every time they reach that let me, status, let me, let me, let me, let me, divorce always happens? No, he cheated on her. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Listen, yeah. infidelity <laughs> <laughs> automatically gives her the title to half. But forget right. that. That's true. What if... Do you think she's... My question is, say they never cheated, they just... They went upside down, whatever. They want to be together. Do you think she's entitled to have? Hell no. When she, when he built the company. Hell no. Because no. a, a person was arguing with me. What percentage? Oh, they have four kids. She has no percentage of nothing. No, I'm just. He, he said have, but yeah. Oh, of the billion dollar, I'm talking about. Big, I'm really talking about. Know, big, but do you really know if she never supported him or did? I'm talking about big company. company. All right, now. listen to me. Listen That's to me. That's what I'm saying. Listen to me. I'm I, no, she's his wife. I was I was being told that's, about that's all you need. I was being told about the time, yeah. them taking care of the kids mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's fair. But you still not entitled to have what, of what a company I built by myself. Can't do with that company money. Exactly. Oh, right now he's stressing right now because if she takes half, it's gonna put the company in jeopardy. Duh. A lot of people are gonna lose their jobs. It's gonna be like that because it should be shareholders. He shouldn't even be the majority of because of stuff like that that may happen. But do you because think he's, he's a CEO to have? that he that, Yeah, that's that my point. Do you think she cuz they got married, he became successful. They have four kids. It should be his Is she entitled half, to half? It Is she be, entitled to 1.2 billion dollars? It should be his half of the company. But since he owns majority right, shares, right, he's majority shareholder. It should have never been like that in the company well, in the first green. place. It is what it is. So do you think she's he, entitled? Is she entitled to have? Yeah. Why you say that? Because by he by her being his wife, he did the infidelity. I'm so not talking about. Why that. should I'm no? I'm why, talking about without. Without but we don't know what she, my whole thing is we don't really know what she did to 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 be yeah he's the face of it but you don't know if she was behind the scenes doing some shit and see she's his wife you I'm don't tra- know what she was yeah because you you put it by the I'm talking about I'm talking about an easy relationship they just fell out of touch do you oh. think she's entitled to have I'm not we talking still, about the infidelity but we still part. but but I'm saying we still don't know what we, she we brought to the camera if she ain't bring nothing if she bring nothing no she don't deserve fifty percent of nothing if she didn't if she didn't contribute she didn't contribute she didn't how do you know that he married her they he but how do you know that over twenty five years ago he started the company okay when you no you can go back it's 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 in it's in it's 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 documented okay let's define he started a company but let's define and then he made some investments and then she just was there. But how do you know She that? just was dead. She was just he dead, but let's define just, marriage. Yeah, I read it. Yeah. With define marriage. To death, do your part. What Not with my so, money. But No, but that's the what, thing. <laughs> I don't understand when love thing. turned into I a business. Why I, did love turn into a business? It didn't turn into a business. It did. Marriage and love today is a business. I don't care. That ain't love. So death to us part, me and you. She's not money that I made. She's already emotionally broken One because of. I'm not talking about. She's the already part. emotionally broken you about the infidelity part. I'm not talking about. So it's going to be even more detrimental to her if she lose all that. But benefits. why she need half? That's a lot of benefits. No, why does she need? All right. If it's a guy, if we're guys, I'm be like, yo, give me two billion, I'm out. And you know what's the sad part? 
she probably been cheating on him. Why too. she got to take? My, see, she ain't see, get that's, caught. That's we can't exactly, think of it like that. That's exactly. speculation. But she been yeah, exactly. We we can't think of it like that. He got caught. It is what it is. But again, half. Why 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 she got to take half? It's like you're gonna it. you're gonna mess up a lot of people with you taking half. Mm-hmm. Why you gotta take yeah, half? Your life is set for the rest oh, of your yeah. life. Let me give you this. The kids, all right. The kids gonna be taken care of. Exactly. You get this. She won't. The husband is. The husband not gonna. I doubt she probably not even gonna do nothing with that money anyway. She don't even probably even know what to do with half of whatever. Listen, well, that, that sixty-five billion it. is gonna last. Great, great, you know, great, great. Mm-hmm. Probably. What is what is another hundred years of family? What is the child support system we have? The child support. Oh, it sucks. The child support want. Your kid to have a identif- identical lifestyle as the the parent that that makes the money. Oh, you don't. So you don't get no so child support why, why, sixty five. So why when you um like those big artists or football players and stuff like they that, waxing when them. they get child support, why do they have to pay that much versus the average person? Because they want that child to have a similar lifestyle as if they would live with the father. Right. So the same thing is if she get a divorce. She has to live a similar lifestyle. Her lifestyle not gonna change to what her husband had. I give you two. So billion now that dollars, I'm losing all that money, I give you ten billion dollars. Her lifestyle not gonna change. I doubt she's gonna be living in an apartment. She's not even gonna use all of that. And at the end of the day, the money still gotta go back to him because he gotta take care of her. You you're not gonna let nobody trust you tr- mm-hmm. like that much money. It, it's still gonna have to come back right. and be like we what? don't we don't know how the financial sixty five billion dollar comes to play because that that money probably has to get re back reinvested. Oh yeah, because all that stuff is liquid. That's not physical money. That's all liquid houses, businesses, right. all that stuff, man. That's, a lot that's of crazy. Money. She acting. Yo, that's, that's all I gotta crazy. say. I, he don't need all that money either. Oh no, he don't. But it's a company. <laughs> he has a business. You can't okay. say he don't need it. It's a business. It's producing money. It, the money ain't gonna stop coming. Well, I don't marry for divorce. He acting. <laughs> it's a. You business. don't never plan for divorce. That's nothing listen, you plan for. I'm gonna look at my wife. Be but like, it happens. If I made it, I'm gonna look at look sixty five billion. Listen, you, you saying right here? <laughs> we gonna work it out. Exactly. Try or or be like Will and Jada when they was about to get a divorce, baby. They separated. You stay on this side of the house. I stay on this side of the house. You do whatever the hell you want to do on this side of the house. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do on this side of the house. But they came back together. And, and they got their shit forced Listen, because they fixed they fix themselves. She want yeah. to put that dent in his pocket. She want to make She want to put that dent in. Because Amazon, like Amazon is fucking Amazon. He talked. What's Microsoft's name? Bill Gates. He talked Bill Gates. Listen, he guaranteed everybody who works at Whole Food $15 an hour. Guaranteed. So if you go Jeff doing job, some amazing things. Um, also, the, uh, the the um, the place where they do the Amazon package. The warehouse. Fifteen dollars an hour. But not my CDI is so smart. He outsourced the work too to like yeah. like people that he do Uber. Smart. You get the packages, you go deliver it. Mm-hmm. You get paid off like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. So yeah. now you got work Saturday and Sunday. Come on, man. They well, win. yeah, it's a lot going on in this world of relationships and things like that. Listen, that's a lot. It's so stressful, like I said in the beginning. <laughs> so being All single, this shit we don't talk about, baby. We don't like, I'm about to pull my hair out. <laughs> yeah, it, right. it is stressful, but to every everybody have their own perspective on dating. And then it comes After, with trust, too. Like, I don't trust, trust is a bit, easy. Trust is a big thing. That's what I'm saying. Why, why, why I can't date you for a year, maybe two years? 
to figure you out. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. I did not understand that logic. Why do I have to? Now I do. I'm talking to you for three months. Okay, we can get it now. I don't understand that logic now because the fact that we're dating after 30. I understand what you understand saying. what I mean. So mm-hmm. I think that after thirty, when you, you were be more cautious, when though. we were twenty, we didn't know what we, we could were. rush into. I understand being cautious. You got to be more cautious now. Why should I have to date you for a year? Oh, I mean that's. A I should be able to date. I should be able to date you for like uh, six months and de- and and that's determine and determine no nah. and determine whether if I want to marry you or not. No, I think. Listen. People who are married now still figuring stuff about their married couple. Oh, I know you do that. Uh, okay. Right. Listen, and you gotta be careful with yes. marrying so quick because mm-hmm. somebody will give you a facade that's and then so that beautiful. Be something Straight that be sauce. And then when you marry them, when you get in there, it's, it's Cause like... Cause listen, honeymoon phase is legit. Mm-hmm. You gonna be blind. All you gonna see is this and then that's it. You gotta get baby comfortable. don't wear makeup every day. That hair don't exactly. be laid every that day. Honey Not food, even that. that honey they my, fucking that honey moon face. Right. That's and my, that's what every, every every relationship you get in, you start then it's gonna be a honeymoon phase because y'all going out, y'all having fun, y'all doing this, she y'all doing that. And then once that once it start once it start to slow down, mm-hmm. and then y'all get into a regular stream. Oh, y'all talking here and there. Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all not blowing up each other's phone no more. Hey, morning, this and that. Oh, you used to do this. You don't do it no more. Listen, we in a good space now. Do you feel like consistency it's- is is key? But you know, I'm glad that you said that too about the whole blowing up. So I was used to a nigga like texting me all the time and calling me all the time. Because once you know you got like, you, it slows down. But now that I'm 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 dating someone different, that does not happen. I I had to get used to that. And you know what? I like it. <laughs> It. You ain't got to call me every day. You ain't got to text me every day. Because at right. the end of the day, when we do have conversations, I know it's more meaningful now. We yeah. actually talk for hours. Right. You right. get what I'm saying? If I text you, it's, oh, I thought about you. And you really did think about me. You're not texting me out of habit. You're not calling me out of habit. Because now if I'm talking to you every day, I have nothing to talk to you about. Exactly. Hmm. Nothing substantial. Right. I have nothing <laughs> no, to talk saying, to you about. You, you know nothing. Six months ain't enough. To figure out somebody. Now, and now that we're getting older, we really need to figure out who he messing with. Right. We need to know is they emotionally stable. Because within that year to two years, something's going to happen. And you need to figure out how they're going to handle it. If you can hand it, handle their anger. Yeah. You're you going mm-hmm. We got to be more cautious, bro. And that's what I do. Okay. That's well, a lot I'm going to just go back to... What I was doing before. <laughs> How do y'all approach people? Because I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Like, certain situations, like, somebody write me on Facebook or whatever. We'll talk here and there. But I'm that type of person. I don't really talk on the phone like that. I'm a gunslinger, man. Hey, how you doing? Let me get your number. If you give me the number, I'm at your chest. Hey, when we going to go out on a date? See, I, I when, like shit like that. When, when we going to go out on a date? But there's some people who I think they be waiting for the female to do the nah, thing. I don't know. I'm a gunslinger, a lot, a lot of, But see, now a lot a lot of dudes do wait for the female to shoot their shot. Do because that. women have turned I, I men do down that. and turned them off to the point where they don't want to talk to you. Be, girls be like, walking by and somebody say, hey, how you doing? Oh, you oh, get aggressive. What you talking to me yeah, for? Yeah, get aggressive. Oh, don't talk yeah. to me. 
Not only that, I'm talking about like via online messages. Like we we start talking, Mm -hmm. but I feel like the dude be wanting me to do the continuation, and I ain't about that. Oh no, I'm at your chest. Oh no, I like shit like that. That means yeah, not that. that. Me feel like Like you're trying to yeah, you're pursuing me, which is that I I like that. Yeah, when you just when you just like okay for me, nah, that that'll be that'll be dead because that means you you want one or two things. You thought I was you trying to see if you I was gonna fuck, and I'm not. I'm taking too long. So uh-huh. it, that means you're really not interested. That's assumption. Mm. It is an assumption, but I'm right. not gonna make that move. Look, so look, look, read this. I'm a gunslinger, man. I don't play. <laughs> oh my god. I don't play. But she shot me down because she know my baby mom. For me, I just like I like to be present. <laughs> you had to say it like that. My dog got sad. Uh, yeah, cause I, I, what, well, I would have had fun with that. When it's something random, it's hard. Like seeing somebody just on the street. Hey, what happened? The sauce real. <laughs> seeing somebody in the street, mm-hmm. or just randomly seeing somebody. Oh, I and, could go up to anyone. Just asking for their number. It's not mm-hmm. something I I can do. But when it's someone that I know I'm gonna see, mm-hmm. like somebody from church or work, or whatever, I just try to be around that person try to do nice things for that person mm-hmm. and then perhaps make the next move and say hey this you know let's go out for lunch or something like that or for coffee and then getting to know that person so that's sort of kind of dating he's smart getting to know that person without putting any um ties to it never say dinner always say lunch hey right. let me take you out for lunch <laughs> That's it's really it's more calm. That's, it's yeah, more calm. It's more direct. Because when you be wanting to go out at night, the girl be thinking, okay, he trying to take me to dinner, and trying to do something. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm, I don't even be that. Like, listen. Let me, hey, let me take you out for lunch. Maybe both of us off on Saturday, twelve o'clock. I hit you up. Hey, let's go out. Boop, boop, boop. I like I like oh. stuff like that. I yeah. love stuff like that. I do. And my days be legit. I know your days. Mm, your days be legit. I was gonna say, you can ask her. <laughs> Oh, your day, shit. your day is legit. I ain't gonna lie. So can we get fun, a little preview bro. of that day? Yeah, you gotta have fun, bro. You gotta do something, man. Yeah. I was just saying. Oh, let's go yeah. to the movies. If a person ever tell me you gonna go to the movies, I'm gonna just look at you stupid, and that's it. For real, like, what the fuck at the movie? Yeah, you can't talk. You the can't do nothing. Something that you already dated the person. You already yeah, know exactly. The person, and maybe you gonna meet later to start talking about the movie or something. Listen, like we live in Miami. There's a lot of things to do. A for lot the low, of things to do. For cheap. It's not, you ain't got to bust out your pocket. Because right. these city girls, they got everybody bent it's out to the chest. It's city girls and you know. Huh, that you got to bust out your pocket to take care of you. Nah. Nah, you ain't got to bust out your pocket. Then they get mad when they treat like a prostitute. Exactly. So you going to come out that? <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh. But what if you both looking for that? Both look. Oh, then you, you make See, that decision. Yeah, that's that's exactly. You make right. that transaction. Right. Give me my money. You gonna slide. Thank you. Have a nice night, sir. That's and it. I'll right. holler at you later. What happened? We're not about that life. Hey. Uh, hey. We talking hey. about dating over 30 or hey. what? I don't know. Hey. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, some people about it, some people not. Yeah. You know? It is what it is. Don't try me like that because I'll put your ass out. It's a choice. Yeah. Right. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Just like you said, communication, my nigga. So That's talk the about thing. it. All right. If we could grasp that one word. Communication. Life would be better for everybody. Communication. It yeah. would be. Just talk. Open your mouth. Be direct. Yeah. Yo, listen. Tell him what you want. When, when I'll be around my son and his mother, yo, I'm over here. This and this and that. Boom. Simple. Oh, okay. Have fun. Blah, blah, blah. Ooh. Easy. <laughs> nah, you gotta keep an open window of perspective. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
oh, okay, me and her, blah, blah, blah. Boom, it's out. You know where I'm at, you know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So if you want to feel like you want to get in your feelings or nothing, I'm like, hey, your business. You told her. I told you. Mm-hmm. I ain't over here doing nothing. You got to know me as a person to trust me. Trust me, not where I'm at. Trust me. I feel you. Hmm. Well, let me get into the untapped essentials of this episode. So basically, y'all, y'all, what I do is I give business quotes and life quotes on the topics that we talk about. So my quote for today is hope for love, pray for love, wish for love, and dream for love. But don't put your life on hold waiting for love. Oh, I can't. That is. That's the truth, though. Yes. That's a word. That's a word right now. Wish for love, dream for love, but don't put your life on hold waiting for love. That is a word. Because I have been single for God knows how long. Probably. And you're working on yourself. Single since 2012. um, I've been, you know, dating a little, dibbling, dabbling, but ain't nothing serious since 2012. So that's 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. That's seven years I've been single. And Likewise. I have not been actively looking. I really don't care. I'm focused on me. I'm focused on what I got to do. My business is... I'm chilling. If it come, it come. If it don't, it don't. It is what it is. Praying for the good Lord to bring up. That's it. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I only been single for a year, kid. And it is weird. Because <laughs> you've been used to in the relationship for so, so long. Like so me and, and the, the last one... We've come to a like familiar place, so we chilling. Yeah. Which is kind of weird itself too, cause. I'm for a minute, so. You know, I'm fresh to this new single thing, boy, and these young girls is uh, a headache, bro. And these old women. Oh no. They, they about it. <laughs> they better... is about it, but what? they don't know what they want either, man. It's a headache. Well, I know what I want. Cause you structured. I'm structured, but you don't know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably just not the right person for them right now. Or for each other. Oh, hey, keep it moving. That's what I said. I'm on. Amen to that. Yeah. I ain't going to stress my head. So, y'all have any closing remarks on the single conversation, relationship conversation? Jermaine? (laughs) Don't hold out for love, man. Keep it (laughs) pushing. 2019, this is the year. This is the year of greatness. This is the year. Amen. Again, just work on yourself, and um, when love comes, it comes. Not everybody meant to be with someone. You That's can a find, lie. You can find somebody in your forties, like you said. That's a you lie. Can be in your because they say it's somebody out here for some people. And I, that's a lie. I be seeing some ugly people. With, like that, that's a lie. But it's it's somebody out here for everybody. A real remember a real. Yeah, everybody got their. It's somebody somewhere. out here. Exactly. It's somebody out here to put that rib. But at the end of the day, is when you ready. You know, so when you ready, that's hey, but it's a time limit, But you though. never ready, though. It's a time limit. You're never going to be like fully you, ready. Like, Millman never ready to be a mother. Maybe ready for, to come. initiate something. Oh, okay. You know, it may be something small. It may be just that next step. I'm it may be something you. like, okay, that realization is say, you know what? I think I, I can just, I can just, you know, at least talk to somebody or just, you know, befriend someone. Mm-hmm. Or and take it as fast or slow as you want it to go. Okay. So, Tell you can't make, live up to others' expectations. Or another thing, when you're 30s, it's so much, you know, inputs from people. Like, you should be married. 
You should have kids already. You ain't got to listen to them. That's true. Right? But you ain't got to listen to them. That's true. And they look you at know. you like you're weary. You ain't got no kids. Yeah, that's their business. At 30. I am definitely the person who gets weird. Uh, weird yeah. looks because I don't have any children. I'm not and one Jermaine, of them. And Jermaine, he just wait for his god I just, kids. I just look at... <laughs> I, I make a statement based on what you give me with your responses when you say something. So I'm looking at you like, you talking? Like, like go do something. I want kids. You say you, you don't want to say you want kids. So I'm I would love to have a child. I have a child. You say you want kids. Right. I would love to have a child, but I cannot have a child with just anybody. Like um, Jerry was saying earlier, you have to yeah. make sure that I can be able to co-parent with somebody if it does not work out. I don't have time for that. Do not play. Don't play. Don't play with me. You ain't gonna know kids. that. Nobody ever knows that until emotional emotions get in the way. Once emotional, once that emotional barrier is up and blocked. You yeah. see a different side of a person. Even okay, say for instance, because most of the times, most men nowadays that I I've dated have Show children. Show me your bad side, baby. That's what have, I want to see first. True. You know, I've dated have children, so my my whole thing is you get what I'm saying. Like I pay attention to how they take care of their child, whether yeah. they are at odds with their baby mama or not. Right. If you still trying to, you get what I'm saying. If you still trying to take care of your child, whether your baby mama don't want you to see them or not, that yeah. you know you get points in my book for that. You get what I'm saying. But does you know I I I just I can't just lay down and have well, babies. Part, part of what what Jermaine said, I, I believe that sometimes you just gotta just do it because mm-hmm. you really don't know. And sometimes you say when you know when we're ready. Hey. I know you mentioned Jermaine. When you know when you when you're gonna be ready, and you mentioned. You know, you want to just have the right one, but he says sometimes when emotion kicks in, you never it's know how that story. person. Yeah, will you, turn you're out right because they, they yeah. may. So right. sometimes we are overthinking it. I think mm-hmm. personally, as Jermaine said from the beginning of the what um, cast, <laughs> the podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think anybody can give some dating tips and advice is to just keep it simple, keep it simple, and just go along with the flow. I'll be going and be willing to be vulnerable, as Joanne said. Listen, they say and, and take risks. They want the truth. I don't know if my truth is too harsh, but I keep mm-hmm. it one hundred. If you do something stupid, I'm gonna be like, "Look, that was stupid." I'm gonna tell you that was stupid. I didn't like what you just right, did. That's your it was done. Yeah, right. no. But you should be able to take input. criticism from the other side. People yes, don't know how to do that. Yeah, huh? You're right. You're a lot right. of people, a lot of people don't know how to do that. You're right. They be like, "Oh, you, you were speaking bad to me." This mm-hmm. and that. Why I got to do it with love? Why can't be straight up? Oh no, and I forward. can't be straight with it. I no, I'm know. saying why I can't be straight up. Yo, that was stupid. Or look. You didn't do this it the way I for felt or thought you would have done this. <laughs> like, yeah. why you? Why are we not able to say that? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. What you were saying, Tim? No, I'm saying it could be a trigger. Because it from pro- past relationships. No, it probably like, was. I it could be a trigger. Like, it just all depends on how you present it. I present it raw and regular. Like, how That's I do it. But I'm saying for some people, your raw and regular is not the it's same. A, it's abusive. That's right. What That's what I'm saying. No, so I'm saying for some people. I it is abusive. <laughs> for some it, people. In what case? It's, it's like, oh, my it's, God. It's, it's heartless. It just all depends I, on the person. It shouldn't be no, no emotion on when you yeah. tell somebody. Mm-hmm. 
his criticism. It, should, it shouldn't be emotions when that's, you're trying to tell somebody. But that. that's perception. You get what I'm yeah. saying? That's like you perception. heard, he, he was raised by a strong black woman who it's, gave it wrong. Gave it wrong. I was raised by a black man who gave it wrong. It's like if, she, if, if Jermaine, if Jermaine girl can't find no job, he's not going to hold on him. Like, how can you not find no job? Exactly. Like, how can you not do His this? job's out here. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> if you're not working, how come you? I come home and the house ain't clean? It's like... <laughs> Come on. That is a valid but he, question. But he, he paying all the bills, though. That's I understand what he's saying, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, your your is... delivery sometimes. <laughs> yeah, your delivery straight sometimes. Straightforward. Like, but I'm I, I'm giving it to you how I should be able to give it to you and you take but it. But that's where compromise comes in. you grab it, you and grab it, and yeah. you fix it. Mm-hmm. Key, what your key word was earlier? Communication. But, all right. He communicates. Right, okay. but uh, the what, way he right. communicates, Once not the, the way somebody right. else wants to receive it. Understand it, and this is how I change myself. Okay. I don't say nothing. Yeah. yeah, that's not that's not how you do that. I don't say nothing. But that's not how you do that. Silence. I don't know how exactly. Yeah, I don't say nothing. Power in silence. Power in silence. That's how. That's how I fixed it. Because he would be like, "Oh, we need to work on." All right, I fixed it. I don't say nothing. Because you, you allow like them, you allowing you, them to if reflect you don't, on if what you they don't, said. If you don't like me to tell you the truth and do this, when you do something and it blow up in your face, uh-huh. I had or, nothing or, to do with it. <laughs> or, or deep down inside, they have the answer. They know what to do. I had nothing to do with it. So you're just allowing them to pour that, yes. that, that answer for themselves. Because some people true. don't like to be told what to do. Yeah, they don't. So just let them figure it out. They really don't. But, huh? It's still going. Oh. <laughs> so they're new at this podcast thing, y'all, so they're trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, right <laughs> But I really enjoyed this episode and I appreciate you guys on joining us for this episode. How was your first experience doing the podcast? Did you like it? Yeah, it was cool. It was y'all gonna cool. listen it to was... it when y'all riding out? Yeah. To y'all gonna be laughing. This shit is gonna be laughing. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Brunch Tea. You could follow us on all our social media platforms. That will be Facebook at Brunch Tees, Instagram at Brunch Tees underscore, and Twitter at Brunch Tees. Yes, and if you have any questions, comments, or tea, please hit us up at brunchteespodcast at gmail.com with all of everything that you have to say. And also, don't forget to um, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, God damn it, everywhere. <laughs> But what, Mooney? Title. And we'll be back next week with, with what? Mohi. That's right. For them is. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll holler at y'all. Thank you again for tuning in. Peace out, my niggas. Peace.